Hello and welcome to UC Today. I'm Senior Editor Tom Wright and I'm delighted to be joined by Gary from Union Street. How's it going, Gary? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And it's great to have you. Um, we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic today, which is billing in the channel. And I wonder if to start with, you could just kind of talk us through how the landscape's looking at the moment, what kind of trends are driving the market? Yeah, absolutely. So I, th I think that there are, there's definitely a couple and they seem to be tailored around um, automation, but also self-serve capabilities. And I think in part, that's kind of been driven by you know, our everyday lives. Because if you think about the when we use Amazon, for example, you've got one platform, you can order a whole array, or as we know, of, of different products, whether that's garden furniture, whether it's a laptop, whether it's shampoo. I mean, we, we can order everything from that. And we've become so used to going to that one platform and it generating one invoice, um, we don't really get to see what goes on in the background. Now, what we do know is that um, Amazon being who they are, they've prevented us or at least um, made it easier for us. So we don't have to go to each individual supplier to find out whether they've got it in stock, um, to order that particular product or service, to put in our delivery dates, um, to put in our, our payment details. They've made it one user experience. Um, and I think billing is going in exactly the same way. For example, um, with unified communications, we've got IT companies, we've got telecommunication companies, they're providing a whole array of different products. And by, by, having, by having that product range, they're having to go to different platforms, different portals to order, to provision. So it's something that Unistrate are working very, very hard on. And, and it is because of the trends to make that, um, make that automation and to make that self-serve um, aspect capability um, part and parcel of our overall platform. So you're in quite an interesting position to look at this market, aren't you? Because you joined Union Street last year, but you'd previously worked in the IT industry in a business that would have used these kind of platforms. So it'd be interesting to know if you had any kind of misconceptions or maybe underestimated the value that having a, uh, a good billing platform can bring to a business. Tom, uh, yes to both on that. Um, yeah, as, as someone that started their career, what, uh, you know, back in the 90s as an engineer, um, then, then going through project management, going through sales, being a sales director, ultimately a business owner. Um, I've got, I, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say that I never really gave billing and provisioning a second thought. It just happened because, you know, as an engineer, you turn up on site and the kit's already there. You know, you know, the DDI range, you, you know what you're, you're installing. As a salesperson, you've got a price list, you tick what they want, um, you generate the order, you sign the agreement. And, and so... Billing was always something that I knew was there, but never really appreciated um, the complexities of, of, of what it is. So what I have found in the year that I've been at Union Street is the terminology and the language used within the billing arena is totally different to anything I've ever known. So that's been quite a long, um, quite a, a steep learning curve. Also, the, the, the complexity of the processes from provisioning, from ordering, to the reconciliation of charges, to, to actually generating of the invoice. I mean, it is a totally different world. I've got such a newfound respect for anyone that's in billing and provisioning, but also our designers and our developers are actually, you know, in the background developing these products uh, to make this complicated world a whole lot simpler. Yeah, and I know you're focusing on a lot of things at Union Street, but a big part of that is, um, security and particularly where your customers store their customer data. So I'll be <laughs> yeah. interested to get an idea of kind of how that's playing out and, you know, what the implications might be for a business if they don't quite get that strategy 
um, right. Yeah, and I, one of the words I've just picked up on there is emphasis on security. I think at Union Street, it probably goes a little bit deeper than that. It, it actually is a core part of our culture. Because if you think about the data that we have stored within any billing platform, we've got buy rates, we've got sell rates, we've got a, a reseller's complete customer list, we've got their supplier list, we've got bank details, we've got, well, what else, um, contract terms. I mean, the data, if, if that was breached, um, and for us not to take security um, seriously, uh, catastrophic to any one of our partners and their end users. So, so it is part of our culture, um, so much so that uh, we are one of the only, if not the only channel billing partner uh, with a ISO 27001 accreditation. Now, that's an internationally recognized standard. Um, it, it, it forms the highest possible security standards, uh, whereupon as a business, we get audited every single year to ensure that our standards are kept to, to an absolute the highest standard possible and as individuals each individual staff member that joins union street on a yearly basis has to go through the examination to ensure that you know we understand the the importance of 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 customer data um and on that basis um you know it, it's comforting i think to our partners to to know that no um no individual staff member at union street has full access to the data we are only given the the access that we require to to, um, to to go through our day-to-day -day role. I've just got one final question for you, Gary. It's quite a big one, actually. You at Union Street recently announced a three million pound investment in R and D. So, can you give us a, a clue about what we can expect to see from Union Street over the coming months? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it, it was a big announcement, um, and we're very excited. Um, all the staff members have been aware of, of, of what's going on, um, and there is some exciting times coming up. Um, and I think I can kind of draw us back to one of the previous questions because automation and self-serve integration capabilities are at the forefront of, of what we are developing. Um, for example, uh, when it comes to self-serve, what we're talking about here is giving our resellers end users the ability to, to do a lot of the work that a reseller would ordinarily need to do. For example, um, barring a, SIM, a mobile SIM, uh, changing the the call barring details of what can and can't be called. All that's been given to the end user, um, which creates a much better customer experience, but also it takes less resource from the reseller. So we are, we are um, developing and putting a lot of investment into those areas, which has mainly come from um, users asking for it. Another area is, and I've alluded to this already, is automation as well. And that's the ability to create a, a standard workflow um, which conjoins a lot of different areas which, which would normally take a long time. For, for example, um, we're working very hard in the background to provide our partners and users with self-serve capabilities. Now, what I mean by that is currently, if, uh, if an end user, um, a member of staff leaves and they want to bar a mobile SIM, they'd have to ring that reseller and then the, the reseller will then have to go to the portal to then bar it. Um, also, if, if you want to bar certain calls being made from certain mobile numbers, again, the end, end user has to call the reseller. So yeah, it's a long-winded process. So what we're working on is be, being able to give those end users the self-serve capability where they can go onto the portal and actually do this themselves. One, it creates a, a, a much better end user experience, but secondly, it takes a lot of resource away from the reseller. On another note, we've also got um, automation. I mentioned this earlier. So this is where um, someone in billing or provisioning 
um, if, if they want to order a broadband, they go to broadband provider portal. Um, hosted telephony, go to another portal. If they want mobile, another portal. So what we're able to do in the background is we create these workflows through a product that we call Mosaics. Now, what that means is that uh, we can automate that whole process. So a, a single click of a mouse, that whole process or workflow kicks into action, uh, making it a lot simpler for anyone in billing and provisioning. The other area in which we're investing heavily is yeah, we have some world-class developers, but we're also looking to acquire um, even more. And, and I think the main reason for that is to ensure that yeah, we do push the boundaries of, of billing, making it a lot, making this complex billing um, exercise a much more simpler thing, bringing to market uh, new modules, new products to help um, our resellers, to help our partners, and essentially keep us way ahead of the competition. Well, it sounds like there's a lot going on there, Gary, which is fantastic. Huge. So I appreciate you taking the time to come and talk us through it. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and a share on social media. And we'll see you next time.